Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. 5.06 now, the KRMG Evening News on a Thursday. Taking some of your open mics. Man, the open mic has been busy today, Russell, with... Uh, thoughts on the death penalty. Ah, Big yeah. conversation today. Here's the one just came in. If these so-called conservatives that are trying to stop the death penalty really believed in God and the opportunity for a person to convert their life, they should be happy that that person is now going to be in heaven instead of... He got a little cut off. I think we know where he was going, though. I'll get more on that because I want to run through the list of things that they say. Uh, they have a list of things that they say go against conservative principles when it comes to the death penalty. So I'll go through some of that in a minute. But, Russell, I first wanted to ask you um, what you heard today from Attorney General John O'Connor when it comes to, uh, I don't know if he had touched on this at all. I know in the last few cases of the death penalty being carried out in Oklahoma, he's um, sort of for lack of a better term, celebrated that a murderer was brought to justice. And I know he was kind of against Governor Stitt commuting the sentence of Julius Jones. So where does he stand in all this? Oh, he's very much pro-death penalty, no no doubt about it. And, uh, you know, he's on the side of prosecutors and on the side of courts and the families of victims. And he, he sees it as a, as a pretty black and white issue. Doesn't have a problem with it. In his mind, once a jury convicts somebody, that's it, right? I mean, and the appeals and such. Right. Well, and his point is, and we, we got to talking because he said, you know, people ask me all the time, why does it take a quarter of a century from the time this crime was committed until, you know, the person actually finally gets executed? And he, well, but because there is an appeals process, which is often followed by another appeal. And then a lot of times, you know, it goes from the state courts to the federal courts and go from the 10th Circuit to the Supreme Court in some cases, and at any one of those points in that process could get bounced back to the trial court for, you know, a new trial or a new hearing or it takes time. And, and his, his, his point being, but the process works, you know, so if it takes 25 years to get it right, at least that prevents us from putting any innocent people to death. I, and hopefully it has prevented most of that. So you look at that and then compare it to what I saw today. You covered that side. I was covering the side of this uh, conservative group that um, there are 13 other chapters around the country. And today they formed the Oklahoma chapter of what is called Conservatives Concerned About the Death Penalty. Um, the guy who's going to lead it in Oklahoma is Brett Farley. And uh, he had, a, as he spoke, and a few other guys did too, including uh, the former chairman of the Pardon and Parole Board, who is now, after, after overseeing a lot of these clemency hearings, just last year he was still in this job, uh, changed his tune on it too, or at least now coming out in, in, in this position. But they had a list of 10 names next to them. I think it's 10 or 11 uh, people who have been exonerated off of death row in Oklahoma. Their list was 10, and I, but it didn't include Julius Jones. It did not include Julius. So maybe that's, and they I, were missing him. That might've been the 11th not one that somebody though. else was talking about. He wasn't exonerated, but his death sentence was commuted. Yeah. Okay, so that's kind of got people thinking, well, hold on, if there's that many mistakes or, you know, later on you find out. Right. In most cases, that's, that was DNA evidence not available at the time of the crime. Sure. You know, investigators decided who their guy was. 
that you know locked on to that person, got a conviction, convinced the jury, jury you know uh, sentenced them to death, and then we come to find out, nope, wrong guy, and that's happened at least ten times in Oklahoma history. Tomorrow morning, I understand you're going to have a, a bit more in depth with him on the Glossop case. Well, I, we're going to talk again, kind of what. But what his role as attorney general is in this entire process. Okay. And then we talk about, you know, why it does take 20, 25 years. Sometimes the average, I looked it up in the United States as of 2020 is 18.9 years. That's the average on death row. That's across the country. So I look back to Timothy McVeigh. That was fast, but that was federal. Federal. And a little, little different system there. there and, and by the way, years? that was such an egregious crime. And right, right, he was right. so, so very guilty. Uh, but in, in any case, it takes a long time. And so we'll talk a little bit about that. But we do talk about Glossop because there's a big difference between Coddington and Glossop. Coddington never claimed, or his supporters never claimed, he didn't do it. They, they were arguing for clemency based on this man is remorseful. He's turned his life around. Talk there, That goes directly to what that open mic was about. He's turned his life around. He's, he's now a good example for other prisoners. We'd like him, you know, he's not asking to be released. He's asking to be commuted to life in prison without parole. And uh, that did not fly with the governor, despite the recommendation of his own pardon and parole board. They, you know, they voted three, I think it was three to two to uh, for clemency. So let me look at this list here. This is what this uh, this new group, conservatives concerned about the death penalty, says. Um, just kind of a checklist here of why they say it goes against conservative, conservative principles. principles. Yeah, right. uh, they say it's not fiscally responsible. Number one, and, and, and that I learned a lot about that to, today. Which I thought, how can it be more expensive to execute someone than it can be to house them for an entire life? Exorbitantly more expensive. Farley says it's ten times more yeah, expensive. That sounds about right. Yeah. And it's what legal? It's fees? court costs, and and also think about this: if you're on death row, and Glossop, for example, has been on there for years and years, and has been actually on the execution part of death row. What this is now the fourth time or fifth time, he gets an individual guard, right? He it's it's not just all the trials and all the attorneys' fees and the judges and all that. There's a lot of expense involved in that. It also costs a lot of money to house death row prisoners because of the way that they are kept segregated from the general population and all the suicide watch and all the technology and all that kind of stuff. And <laughs> yeah, it's it's expensive. People talking about their tax dollars in this student loans thing. I, I would like to see how much my tax dollars has paid for him for all these years. It and would probably shock you. Just yeah. being in this position for the last seven years he's been in, which was next up, right. basically. I mean, he was really close to next up back in 2015. He right? was literally an hour and a half past his execution time yeah. at one point when they came and got him and said, uh, or came and told him, nope, it's not going to happen. But then they left him in that cell for another 45 days. Here's another rule, uh, another reason they say it's not conservative uh, principle to support the death penalty. They say it does not deter Crime. It does not deter murder, so it's therefore not tough on crime. Some of the highest um, murder rates in the country are in states that have you know, death penalty. Uh, they went on to say that defendants generally on death row can't afford good counsel, so therefore no justice for all. Um, and, I, and there's an argument to be made that they wouldn't have never been on death row if they had the money for good attorneys in the first place. So I, I, think, I think most people agree that there's definitely, you know, you're better, your chances are better if you have some money to spend on attorneys. I'll just put it that way. There are two more. They say that uh, this appeals process you just talked about and the time it takes is just dragging victims' families 
through the trauma cruel to them. over and over. So in that sense, they say there's no human dignity. And the last one is they say that the state cannot prevent the execution of innocent or mentally incompetent people. So therefore, that goes against the conservative principle of sanctity of life. And these are all of the things that were listed by Brett Farley today. This new group, Oklahoma, um, Oklahoma conservatives concerned about the death penalty. I want to know what you think. Hit the open mic on the KRMG app.